0: Hello and thank you for joining me today on Loyal World Info. Another day of the globe spinning, another day of global news to digest. I offer a sane, rational voice in an insane, rational time. I will be your host and let's get into today's topics. Today is April 14th and let's get into the topics of the day. Mobile love goes free. Encouraging animal stories. Gaming mobile profits bless and Minecraft graduation story challenge. Heroes around the world today. Communicating with children with against crime and go directly to court now. Fast foods may vanish. McDonald's and Burger King collapse. A mask shortage and new reusable face mask inventions that are being created around the world. Baby love. Healthcare infection rates. Look at our health workers in action. And penalties for breaking the law in Taiwan. A value of purpose and responsibility segment. Commentary by me. So let's get into today's story, shall we? Let's get on to our first topic of the day. And what better topic to talk about than love? Dating apps sees potential in Vietnam as users surge amid the virus outbreak. Yamete has more than 2 million users after three years of operation in Vietnam. And that's a a love app. Dating apps are nothing new to many Vietnamese people, but the COVID-19 pandemic seems to have increased their popularity. A local Tinder user told Vietnam News, "I never used to pay for Tinder and just used their free service they provided, but I started a six-month paid package in March." Because I was bored at home and I needed pe- more people to share with. At the age of 34, with a busy working schedule, Nugin started searching online for her other half in September last year. Though he has has been matched with more than 10 women, none of them fit the bill. Vindin paid $400,000, so we have $17. For a six-month package, now compare that with the U.S., what is it? I don't know, I don't have Tinder, what, $15 to $30 a month? Uh, It's not too much, and it's convenient. It was much more difficult finding matches offline, he said. Earlier this month, Tinder said in a press release that in this crazy time, people are feeling... Are feeling a mix of anxiety and loneliness. Oh, how sad! So it, it so it announced it would activate its Passport Future for free to all members to let them match potential love interests across the globe to deal with loneliness created from social distancing in many parts of the world. The Future is normally only available for paying users. Tinder is one of many dating apps available on the market. Another included local apps such as Vietnam Cupid, Yimmy, and Rudolph, Rudolph, Rudkaff, I guess, as well as international apps that include OK Cupid, Facebook Dating, Grind, because that Grinder? I never used that app either. Ch- Chincher or Joyride. God, I don't know these names. With uh, a population of 96 million and higher, High number of tech-savvy citizens. Vietnam it has a great potential for dating apps. However, compared to the other markets, the revenue from dating apps in Vietnam is low. Oh, what a shame. According to the analyst by Ani- AppAnime, it is a mobile status report that uh, says they earn 2.2 billion dong a year, so that's about uh, uh, two million dollars. The market's worth is about 1.5 billion in the U.S., 400 million in Japan, and 13 million in India. The report also says the number of users searching for partners via the mobiles in Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore soared last last year in the region. In particular, Indonesia is six million uh, online dating apps but there is no data for the local market yet. Okay, I'm gonna actually stop here because I wanna give my thoughts on this whole thing and a little backstory, so stay with me. Okay, so my thoughts on mobile love goes free. Tinder goes free, Tinder goes free. So are there any apps around you that are going free? I'd like to know. And why are you using them? Are you using them because you're isolated? And, you know, maybe, I don't know, you want to go texting or, I don't know, play games together. I guess you play games on phones. Or are you using them actually to hook to hook up and find love? I'm a little curious because it says social distancing. So, I don't know if you really allowed to go meet these people. So, that's why I'm wondering. Now, when you actually want to meet these people, is it for the friend or the companionship? Me? I always, like for friend and companionship, I never really did it for love, and hence I will give my story. You know, I, I went to the Philippines, one of the very first international places I traveled, and it was a very scary place. Every corner there was some guy trying to scam me, or some prostitute, I guess, was trying to swindle me. So I did not enjoy my time, and I did not enjoy the country. So uh before I went to my next trip i went in um went on uh, like uh, i think it was vietnam not vietnam but taiwan cupid i think so it was and i started teaching english for free and and i did that to many countries from taiwan to vietnam to thailand and many of these people are my friends to this day so yes i used i used dating apps in the past and i enjoyed learning from others and making friends Along the way, they'd be my tour guides when I visited, or they'd educate me about the culture and language and whatnot. And I don't have time to do that anymore. I wish I did, because I would do it more. Uh, now, my question for you. Uh, how much do you pay for dating apps? Remember, he got six months for $17. That's pretty good. Which one do you prefer? I actually like the Vietnam Cupid uh, myself. And have you had a positive native experience? Please leave your thoughts below. I'd really be interested in learning and hearing from you. Moving on to our next topic, and this is more on a positive note, and it's for animal lovers. And this also is in Vietnam. A herd of endangered elephants found in Quan Nam province. Quan Nam, a herd of Eight Asian elephants, an endangered species listed in the International Union for Conservation Nature, has been found living in an elephant conservation area in Nongsong District, Nam Province. Deputy Head of the Provincial Ranger and Forest Protection subdepartment Tu Bong Kong confirmed on Friday that elephants have been found in a conservative conservation zone following a biodiversity evolution program launched in February. According to the report, the herd includes a mature male, one semi-mature male, three mature females and two semi-mature females, and a one-year-old calf. It is said the herd had the basic structure of a gro- to grow in the south of the conservation zone in the near future. Primary forest in Nongsong District, Kwam Nam Province provides shelter for the herd of Asian elephants, Vietnam has around 100 endangered elephants living in the wild. Photo courtesy of USAID. In the previous survey released a few years ago, at least five elephants were found to be living in a forest in Quang Long Commune in the same district following the. Following samples of dong and footprints. Dong is the word for poop in Vietnamese. The elephant or feces, The elephant pr- protection area launched in 2017. It is part of the United States Agency for Inter- International Development fu- funded green assistant projects. The protected area covers 19,000 hectares uh, critical habitat for one of the largest groups of endangered A- Asian elephants in the province. The US government through USAID is working with the Quang Nam leaders to improve the livelihoods of locals living in the living in and around the protected area, conduct biodiversity monitoring, and raising conservation awareness among locals. Vietnam has established a system of 176 protested areas, starting with the first national park in Chau Pong established in 1962. The USAID Green Animist Projects Working Tantrum with the Providential Authorities will engage with small hectare farmers and their families to improve the livelihoods of the, and increase investments in the climate. Okay, and I want to move on to one more positive article, but what do you think about the elephants? By the way, an endangered um, animal in Vietnam would be in a thing called a a red book. So what endangered animals do you know? And have you ever seen any weird animal or rare animal in the wild? But I want to move on before I give you my main questions. This one actually takes place in Taiwan. and This is about a fire department honoring retired dogs. The Taipei Fire Department honored a retiring rescue dog in a ceremony yesterday and extended its appreciation to the person who adopted the German Shepherd. The dog's name, Humble, received an honorary medal for his contributions to disaster relief at a ceremony at which the department and the adopter, surname Lee, signed the adoption papers for the department commissioner. The department said it hoped this ceremony would draw attention to the rescue dogs and their post-retirement adoption. In a practice it began in 2015. Space and resources at the department are limited, so retiring dogs would be better taken care of with adopted families, he said. Every year, the department evaluates the housing conditions of people who apply to adopt and determine the best candidates. He said, Adding that Lee is a canine and loving person who can offer great care. The job of rescue dogs, due to demanding work environments, requires a lot of stamina. So they usually serve four years at most, or until they receive seven or eight, until they reach seven or eight. But they are always in great health, Wu said. Meanwhile, the Ministry of Internal's National Fire Agencies yesterday began accepting adoption applications for five of its rescue dogs that are retiring this year. They are 8-year-old, shenning, and 7-year-old. Okay, so it's going on with the rest of them. The people interested in adopting the dogs have to apply by Friday the 17th and adding there will be more details later so this is my question first off do you work for a fire department um, or police station do you have rescue pets are, how do you treat them how are they unique what do they do i would love to hear that and you share your thoughts below ask for your the others have you ever adopted a pet what made you decide to adopt one instead of buying one do you know any place people can adopt pets or agencies they can donate to feel free to leave the resources and your thoughts below and stay tuned for our next topic our next two stories of the day deal with gaming and i'm going to start with the positive one first next the second one's going to be more of a rant With graduation ceremonies canceled, Temp's Puck Polytechnic students hold a visual one in Minecraft. And I actually encourage you, if you're listening to this on a podcast, to go to my linked video, and I will have a few pictures of uh, what they did in in that video. The graduation ceremonies are important. are important ceremonies events to mark a milestone in one's road in academia. But what's probably more important right now is keeping safe and alive during the deadly global pandemic. It's been a disheartening decision, but 32,500 students across all polytechs and institutes of technical education will not be receiving their diploma, certificates, and transcripts in the grand ceremony. Instead, they'll just have to make do with receiving their academic documents through the mail. Originally scheduled to take place in May and July, the schools have canceled their ceremonies outright to be be in line with the government highlighted safety, safe distancing measures during the the outbreak. While some graduating graduates expressed their disappointment with the Minister for Education, others found an outlet through Minecraft. No, no, really, a student from Team Polytechnic School of Business, might not be receiving his diploma in the communications and media management on stage, but he sure can get his fellow graduates together online for a virtual ceremony in a sandbox video game. For non-gamers and non-parents, Minecraft is a highly popular video game among kids, where players inhabit a world made of elemental blocks. These blocks can be ext- extracted for raw materials and crafted into tools for structures, even huge structures like buildings and mountains and massive sculptures. The video uploaded on YouTube by Team Math students by the name of Ethan showcased just how elaborate the game graduation ceremony was crafted complete with giant auditorium, stage, lighting system, and fireworks display. This was done through the game's creative mode, where players have access to all the resources in the game to build whatever they wanted. It was the setting of for a jokery graduation. Ethan and several met up in the, the server and walked to the blocky stage to receive the digital certificates after the introductory speech of course it wouldn't be the first time for first time the uh, graduation ceremony was held in minecraft during a lockdown climate last month a bunch of japanese students who were also unable to attend the graduation built their school's auditorium hall in the game for their own digital ceremony as for Ethan Ethan gang' own take on the idea this would definitely be one of the better ideas to celebrate an occasion that the minister org encouraged graduate students to have so okay so i, I also want to say minecraft yes you can do that in minecraft but nintendo switch if the pc a ps4 also have a game called Dragon Quest Builders. You can basically do the same thing, except that's on all platforms. So that's one story I wanted to cover. And what do you think about this? Does this encourage you to do this for your school, for your graduation? If not, what uh, unique idea will you do so your graduation will be remembered for years to come, be meaningful? If you will do it, we, we upload it on a website or if you do, if you email it to me, I will post it. Stay tuned for my second my second uh, gaming article. Had a very positive game story, game. Now I'm gonna move on to an MMO RPG and a mobile game. The game that's in question right now is Bless Mobile as the Google's Top 10 Sales New Cash Cow CD. So, okay, and let's read three paragraphs. And this was a collaboration between Neowiz and a Chinese company. So I'm gonna read a few paragraphs first. The new mobile MMORPG, Blessed Mobile by Joy City, is entering the top 10 of Google Play sales and establishing itself as a new cash cow. In addition to the existing lineup, Bless Mobile also succeeded in the box office success and this year's earnings improvement, as is noted. According to the Mobile Game Ranking Analysis, Bless Mobile has been ranked 10th in the Google Play. Sales ranking since the 11th. This is the 10 days since its launch on March 31st. It is understood that some bug fixes, uh, content improvement, and new product additions have led to the increased ranking. In fact, over the last weekend, all six servers of Bless Mobile maintain a congested situation. Congested means full. And a participation of users was hot, means many, in the related industry. The average daily sales of Blast Mobile is established at three hundred million won. Okay, so that is three hundred thousand dollars a day. And is also seeking to prolong the box office by sequentially introducing guild content, such as new content disputes, and guild punishment dungeons, which can be the core content for Bless Mobile. Thanks to the success of Bless Mobile, Joy City's earnings improvement is also raising expectations. Joy City is recorded a sell of 11.31 billion won. The way you work with a won versus U.S. dollars is you knock off 3-0. So 1 billion is 1 million. And operating profit is about 8.5 billion won last year, thanks to the global performance of mobile gaming such as existing freestyle series, Pirates of the Caribbean, War, Wave of War, and Gunship Battle Total Warfare. Okay, so I am going to stop here, and I, and I want to give you my thoughts, a little back history about this game. So at the moment, this game is the mobile version, but this game came out God, around 2007 eight it was a launched in Korea as a PC game back then and even now it's ranked one of the top 10 most expensive PC games it was like 60 million dollars to make and the game flopped hard in its own country they tried exporting this game to Russia Russia, on the PC said it was so bad that they, the publisher in Russia just shipped it back. They, they cancelled the contract. Then they shipped this thing to America and they put it on Steam. When they put it on Steam, again a lot of Americans and the NAE were all hyped, but they never fixed anything in this game. And they basically took the money, then within six months they cancelled the game, took the cash and ran. Then they went to Bandai, who now has just launched a Xbox version of this game. so everywhere this game has gone it's got like most polluted IP things but this is what drives me insane. saying is like most Western players will say that any name with blessing is a taunted IP you stay far away from it do not touch it it but evidently. I, this is does, that doesn't matter. So here are my thoughts. I want to ask you: Do you spend more money when you're bored or self-distancing? I, I wonder if people are buying this stuff just because they're indoors because they're quarantined. Who is then? Are gamers' cries even worthless? Do you remember BlizzCon, like when they launched the Diablo game, Diablo Mobile, made by a Chinese company, and everybody's booing? Uh, you know, I don't think anybody's gonna care because that mobile version is gonna make tons more than anything that the PC or console can make. So does NA EU matter? I mean, is our population so small that we just please the I don't know the Asian or the Chinese because the more people, more chances for money. Does the value of an IP or reputation not matter? Again, this thing basically swindled every country it stepped foot in. And there, I just don't get it. So, and you could ask any YouTuber, any gamer, they would say the same thing. They would be shocked when they find out about this article. And then what is it about mobile games that encourages you to spend or act act rash? Like, you know, when people say, oh my gosh, I, I spent... 20, 30, 40, 50, dollars on uh, FIFA, or when I played um Path to Exile, I just bought all these boxes, or Call of Duty, I bought a red dot. I don't know. I don't I don't buy microtransactions. Yes, I buy games, yes, I buy content, but I've never bought microtransactions. So I want to know I want to know what makes you spend or what do you look for when you spend? Why? And do you accept the the Minecraft or Dragon Quest Builders Challenge? If if so, send me your results to me and I will air them. If not, what unique way will you celebrate your graduation? I look forward to all your thoughts below on both of these topics. So like, comment, or subscribe. Moving on to something more positive. Heroes around the world today, young and old, both make a difference. Our first story takes place on Jeju Island. Jeju is an island in Korea. It's kind of like a Hawaii place. Many beautiful um, tourist attractions. I lived there for a while myself. Manduk Museum provides food to seniors in solitude. Manduk Museum deposited 200 kilograms of rice and 20 boxes of ramen and water to the Jeju Support Center for the elderly living alone for the seniors who have become isolated from the spread of the virus outbreak. The deposited foods were delivered to 20 households of the elderly who live in the Yongdong and jokyong areas. Director Kim Song Hong and Monduk Museum said, upon hearing that many are in desperate need of help because of their serious situations following the spread of the bug, he remarked, The museum will continue to share rice and water and ramen we have already obtained with those in need. So this is a museum, and it shows some girls that work there, and they, they're giving the stuff off to the community. So that's great. Now I have another story to share for people of our, of our time. Uh, boy, don't, This one actually takes place in the Philippines. So usually money is tighter in Philippines than in, than in South Korea. A uh, boy donates save money for a bicycle to help frontliners. A six year old boy from Alacasan, Cotacho City, gave up a chance to have a bicycle on his birthday to instead help the frontliners fighting the virus in the area. The parents of Kurt have been saving money to buy a bike for his birthday on April 13th, but they were surprised when their son informed them that he, he would rather donate the money. This is my memorial birthday ever. Yeah, instead, instead of buying a bike for, for, from my savings, I've decided to buy a pig and celebrate my special day by giving packed lunch to the frontliners in my city," said the birthday boy during an online interview. Thank you, frontliners, for your dedication and sacrifice in the battle. International Pageant Director and Talent Manager Joseph Oleg noticed the sacrifice of the frontliners in the area and in the news, he has, who, who is known in the area as Little Policeman Menando said that he is willing to wait for his bicycle next year. Nag offered him singing prayers. He said, "Offer him prayers." His mother said. Cannibal said that his parents led the distribution of food packs to the frontliners. Neighbors laughed at his at the kindness and his parents during the difficult times. Actually, it's a lauded. Okay, lauded. Yeah, neighbors lauded. You know what? So, my thoughts on these two uh, heroes that we read about today. I know many are using mobile apps to order food, but you can send orders to isolated people or senior homes to warm their day. The young can go on apps... And help strangers with subjects, or share in a hobby, or teach origami, or sign language, or play a game together. Reach out and try to help and be a friend during this time. Question for you is: Who have you helped out, and how did you how did you help them out, and how did you feel about it? Was it a solo thing, a group thing? Anyway, leave your comments below. I would love to hear Moving on to our next article of the day. And this is a little touchy subject for many. But, um, you know, when you're, when you're trying to discipline kids, especially in stressful times, you know, sometimes people can get too aggressive. Other times they don't know how to present the situation in an effective way. Or you can, you can, if you present it wrong, you can traumatize the kid. Or you can make them have a bad rapport, in this case, you can have a bad rapport for your parents, a bad rapport for the law, a bad rapport for whatever. Whichever. So this article does take place in, uh, for Malaysia. And I wanted to read this first because this is going to wrap into our next article about how serious things are getting there. But um, how compassionate the law enforcement was in this particular case. On long Oscar, kids caught violating the MCO will never be arrested arrested, kids cop says. Jorba Moore, the police will remain strict enforcement on the MCO and enhancement, but will use discretion. In dealing with children. The police chief said the police would never arrest children as it would leave a deep trauma on them. He was uh, com- commenting on the video of Kopong Moloch uh, Paya who were stopped by a police team passing through the area. We are strict in terms of enforcement of the MCO, but we need to be creative in approaching kids because they are naive. Naive means they don't believe it. Not sure. Really? Unicorns exist? Common Ahoy said on April 4th, he said the kids were scolded by the police after Receiving a request from the village chief to help monitor the kids' activities in the village, the incident occurred at 2:30 p.m. on Saturday, the 11th of April. After the patrol team, comprising of a lance corporal Rudison and a corporal, found the children walking behind a park. Two-minute 46-second video was recorded by the corporal and forwarded to the village chief before it went viral on social media. In the video, the children are see, seen carrying, well, crying and trying to negotiate to get home, promising not to go out again. In the process of uh, reprehending them, the policeman also bought five. Dollars and 50, well, 550 RMB, really Ru- ruples, Malaysian ruples, worth of the product from the children. Usually it's three ruples is one dollar. The video was uploaded by a Facebook user who had received close to 60,000 views and been shared more than 97,000 times. The video received positive feedback for the way that the patrol team handled the matter. He even supported the kids while nagging them. Awesome. The Facebook user said he this was a better way to teach children a lesson instead of scolding them. The politician authorities set a good example on how to teach kids, and this can be amplified by parents, and teachers, and elderly. Um, So, I want to stop there, and I want to give my thoughts on this. Okay, my thoughts, communicating with children, crime and go directly to court. So in this article we read, in stressful times, one must keep their head clear. They must remember not to scare the young and present their information to, in many ways, to address many different ages and crowds. Yeah, you know, when I was teaching English, sometimes I would teach um, university students, and I knew that they they might be going to Malaysia, Vietnam, China, and I try to tell them just because you can speak English does not mean you can present your your give orders in one particular way. So sometimes you have to present your topic two or three different ways to get your employees to act the way you want them to. So they practice that. Now, my question for you, the user, the listener, is what did you scold your child for in the past? And do you wish you presented yourself in a different way to get your point across better? If so, I'd love to hear your examples below. The reason I gave that article first is this came out today as well, because we just talked about children, but now let's talk about adults. The minister said cops to drag MCO violators straight to court from tomorrow. Okay, so Kuala Lepore, which is the capital of Malaysia, the police will be focusing less on issuing compound notices, which is a ticket. ticket to floaters of movement to control the MCO, and now will be uh, they will bring them straight to the court, the senior minister said. In the press conference live broadcast, the Ismail Sabari said that the new decision was decided by the government, seeing how many people were still defying the MCO. We see the, that we see that the racket and acting are going on just as if they citizens do not care or are not afraid of the laws we have today. Maybe one thousand RMB, and that's about $300, three hundred dollars, 3350 three fifty, is not seen as too high to scare them. So whom are we still continuously violating? the MCO. So we agreed that that the police, beginning tomorrow, won't focus on compounds or tickets. Beginning tomorrow, those who are caught will be remanded and brought to the court. Let the court decide, based on Section 24 Act 342, the court can punish them not more than two years imprisonment and for a subsequent offense five years imprisonment so all right now i want to ask does that seem harsh it's kind of like giving a ticket but not even a ticket they're just cuffing you and taking you to jail you know so this is you know what are your thoughts on that this is malaysia Uh, and my question for you is this type of brute force really needed or is it an overextension of the law that may become the normality by 2030. If you think back, like uh, when 9-11 in America happened, they passed all these spy and um, spying programs, Freedom Freedom Act, Patriot Act, to spy on their citizens, and now they're just law. And so will they eventually just make this a law for everything here on after? And would you like this kind of thing? Or do you think we should be careful giving the government so much power? Leave your comments below, I'd love to hear about the children and about this article here. Moving on to our next topic of the day, this takes place more or less with fast food and fast food chains. We have two major chains today and we'll scroll over the stories and then give a comment on them and how they maybe will not survive this apocalypse five mcdonald's employees are down with the bug virus all other staff at affected branches on leave of absence and this is mcdonald's again so this mcdonald's is singapore though so don't worry america five mcdonald's singapore employees have been diagnosed with the bug um, at the fast food chain on sunday the five work at mcdonald's in a Park Lane on the East Central outlets. They have since been quarantined in the medical facilities and have been monitored by medical personnel in accordance. All other employees who worked at the affected branches have been informed by the company to isolate themselves for 14 days. So think about this, forget the backline members, but think about anybody who it was at a cash register with those people, and they—they they are the people that drive through or the ones that hand you your bag or bring your food out to you. If, they, if these were one of the five members, how many people one day did they have contact with? That is insane. This is a particular measure that the company has undertaken for the safety of all employees, regardless of whether they have come into contact. With the affected persons, and their daily temperature and health conditions will be closely monitored. The four restaurants have also been deep cleaned and closed for business till further notice, in accordance with the National Environment Agency. McDonald's Singapore said the affected employees comprise of crew of managers three females and two males between the ages of 25 and 45 years old uh, managing director of mcdonald's singapore ken of the chan said our priority now is that this has been since the start of the pandemic is to keep the restaurants safe for everyone he encouraged customers to always wear masks when visiting mcdonald's restaurants for takeaways Adding, we are determined to stay united with the rest of the Singapore to flatten out the curve. Alright, so I want to stop there and I want to bring us to the second article. And this one actually is about Burger King. Okay, can Burger King find a buyer? Okay, so in Burger King's case, they, they have many stores in... I wanted to bring up New Zealand Burger King as well. In new Zealand has been in a strict lockdown for nearly three weeks, and all restaurants, including those serving fast food, have been temporary closed. Company receivers said Tuesday they hope to sell dozens of Burger King restaurants to a new franchise as the owner and get them reopened after the lockdown ends. So my question is... Um, what what is it about retail space? What do you think is going to happen to these sit down diners? Whether it's McDonald's, it's Burger King, it's Pizza Hut, Taco Bell. You know, what is the value of retail space if you can't eat, uh, make money off of it? And how will that affect even the community that you, your house where you live in? You can always say, oh, our city has, you know, a Red Lobster. Our city has a Loteria, but If people can no longer sit in it, then it kind of cheapens the value of your city. And I also wanted to bring up about Abraham Lincoln on this.
1: Now, Abraham
0: Lincoln, when he was alive and a president, he did not even think twice when he sacrificed one-tenth of the population to keep the country as one. He's like, yes, I can sacrifice one-tenth of the population in this war And I can keep the south from succeeding the union. So why are so many scared to give up mass freedoms and movement right now? Because it's not one tenth of the people. That's what they say. 100,000, maybe 60,000 people died. But it's okay to give up all of our freedoms and all of your rights and all of our businesses that you've grown up with. I don't know. I'm leaving that up to you. What does this say to you? You know that brings us another point too when it comes to fast food i am in vietnam currently and i was here a few years ago too and mcdonald's and many fast food places fell here because these cart people come around and they sell more healthier food cheaper and they serve it faster so that brings me to my point do you think this could actually be a real boom for people to in other countries just to get out and sell something on their street corner assuming the states uh, made the laws that make it okay because that would bring the community together and You wouldn't have to worry about people sitting down or whatever And we help your food anyway leave your thoughts below. I'd love to hear Moving on our next three articles are more about tech and safety and these will involve face uh, face mask and so let's get into it. The first one is in Singapore. Conavirus Singapore creates a reusable face shield for front liners amid a global shortage of protective gear. Singapore the in light of the global shortage of surgical masks, any personal protective equipment Local Defensive Technology Body Defensive Science and Technology Agency has created the first face shield for for personnel on the front lines of the fight against the new coronavirus, called Face Protect Plus. The face shield is adjustable and reusable and protects the users and the people they interact with against accidental fluid splash and droplets, the agency said in a press on april fourteenth. In the Facebook post on Tuesday, the defense minister said the shields were developed in, in double quick time to address the potential shortage of masks were primarily should be rightfully in healthcare workers soon. He highlighted that we are not dependent on any country to get them, as they are produced locally, adding that the DSTA has already started working on the improved models based on feedback. The agency is working with the Racer Technology, a medical device manufacturer, to produce the face shields. Here, and is currently supplying them to the various public agencies, including the Ministry of Defence. Okay, so that's just one. I'm gonna sh- I want to share two more with you. So that let- was in Singapore. Now let's go over the world. We are going to go to Malaysia now, and they built a less high-tech one. The COVID-19 has changed the way people interact with one another, especially with the physical distance measures in place. It has made basic everyday interactions difficult for most people, including for the Deaf community, who regularly rely on subtle facial cues for communicating with others. As more people make the habit of wearing masks to protect themselves from the coronavirus, the community increasingly is becoming challenged for the Deaf community. The problem is mask covers the mouth and the nose area, obstructing visual signs that they would otherwise be essential for the Deaf people to communicate with. Yeah, so think about that, you know, when you have these Deaf people, they kind of like lip read, right? Well, how can they lip read if your face is covered? So this mask resolves that issue. Fully cottonized of the issue, Dave David has taken it upon himself to come to the up with a transparent mask design that aims to make communication a little bit easier for deaf people during the virus. The 41-year-old resident of Single Village, Maha, said they need. For the mask that allowed others to see lip movement has become increasingly urgent. Okay. So this goes on about that. And there's a picture of this that I will put on the YouTube that you can look at. And I think this addresses a, addresses a problem that uh, no one really talked about. And they found a solution for it. Now I want to wrap things up here with... Now, when, when people give birth, the babies are most exposed to every kind of germ there is in, in the world, right? And because of the new virus, everything airborne can get them sick. So, in Thailand, the Thai hospitals protect babies born in a pandemic with a face shield. And they show this off too. Fast asleep, saddled in a towel, and a snug pink beanie. A baby born during the pandemic of Thai Thai hospital needs one last item to ensure her health. It's a face shield. The Bangkok hospitals are using the shields on newborns in the maternity wards to protect the spread of the virus. Thailand's have detected 2,600 cases of the virus with 41 deaths. a relatively low number despite that being the first country outside China to record the information. So, if you want to see that picture, that's on Facebook as well. And my question for you, since we learned about the deaf people and the baby issue, what uh, are what, your creative minds around you or in your community, what have they come up with to solve problems that are caused by social distancing or the virus? Now, what new helpful tech apps or inventions have you seen come about? over this crisis please list your thoughts and comments below I'd love to hear from them on our next article of the day I this one's from Ukraine it goes almost 600 healthcare workers infected with the virus in Ukraine so this is a shout out not just to Ukraine but to all the medical workers on the front lines like I recall yesterday there was a, a article about some doctor or I don't know if it's in America or some other place in Asia, but they got the virus because they are working and then they couldn't go home to their kid. They were separated because of that. So let's read about this teeny article and again this is a shout out and I think you, know, you should appreciate your medical workers. Almost 600 healthcare workers in Ukraine have tested positive for the bug since ec- epidemic began. Health Minister Stefan said that this, at the beginning of April 14th, as Ukraine well, Ukraine reported since the beginning of this epidemic, a total of 12,000 persons, but people with suspected bug 19 have been recorded in Ukraine including 1659 health care workers, 3372 cases of bug 19 have been confirmed including including 594 health care workers. according to health Minister, 64 cases of the bug have been reported among the health care workers over the past day Wow. As of Tuesday morning, Ukraine reported 3,372 laboratory confirmed bug cases, including 98 deaths and 120 recoveries. So again, this is a shout out to show how real things are and this kind of reminds me of 9-11 in America when I grew up, you know, these towers came down and all these firefighters they ran in there and then they got out whoever they could. Eventually the building came down upon them and killed many others did survive, but the ones that survived they uh, Had usually lung problems because of all the smoke they inhaled and it took Years and decades for them to actually get health coverage uh, To clear that up so my point is though They put their lives on the line for the public and that's why I want you guys always remember every day to give a thanks or a shout out to these kind of people and let's move on to our last story of the day okay this is the last article of the day and it's probably going to be the hottest topic and most emotional one i'm going to do today so first i'm going to read the article then i'm going to give you my opinion and why it disturbs me so much a north taiwan family of four fined for violating the virus quarantine rules this is, again in the taiwan news Taipei Times, a woman from Kuyong, her daughter in law, and two grandchildren violated the virus quarantine rules, leading to a fine of 1.7 million Taiwanese dollars, which is 56,000 US dollars. The four should have stayed home for 40 days after returning home from a trip. To the United States. So they kind of flew in, you know, with self-quarantine for support, 14 days, but they didn't. However, after the mother showed symptoms of the Wuhan virus, she violated the rules and took her family out of town to a hospital in Taipei City for testing. After the woman tested positive, she received the maximum fine of $1 million because her trip to Taipei. Was ruled as a high-risk outing. Her daughter will have to pay seven hundred thousand, but as the two gr- grandsons are minors, they are not subject to fines. The health authority said, "So some grace there." Originally, she had reported repeatedly uh, for permission. She pleaded repeatedly for permission to undergo testing at Kanxiang, but refuse asking for an individual to drive them to the capital instead. A request to seek medical care in another area can be allowed, but only if the local government agrees with the person leaving home. Also, the visit must be organized and managed by the health authorities. In the Sung's case, not only did the woman not seek approval of the two cities involved, but she also arranged for private transport without consulting authorities, according to the UND report. Okay, so stay tuned for my, my thoughts on all this one. So here are my thoughts on this whole article we just read. Putting others at risk. So, this couple, she, so she didn't quarantine for 14 days and even knew she was sick. So she thought she was above the law. Even while sick in her house, she hung out with the three other family members in her house. So she touched everything and she could easily potentially got all three of those members sick. And this probably was not the first time they went out. Therefore, they touched everything else and interacted with other people. Why do women think they are above the law? Has society just been a yes, ma'am, to everything they do or want? Hence, depriving them to learn and cherish values of responsibility and purpose? I mean, just why is Spain have a horrible a horrible outbreak of the virus, they already linked that to the women's movement because they just all walked on the street and even during the pandemic, they thought, hey, we're above the law. We're going to do what we want. And guess what? And I mean, they should charge those women for for the, all the health care bills, all the cumulative damages for all the people who lost wages. But again, they they don't care and they think they can do whatever they want. And have we as a society failed in raising good women in our generation to in the to be able to nurture and produce good families? Yes, I know there are countries and there are cultures out there that do a really good job at this. And this is their purpose for their culture, for their country. But if we want to talk about it like a lot of the Western ones, they, they keep putting that too much on the individualism or independence. But, you know, independence individualism is, is false. You could be the uh, most popular player like Tom Brady, but you have to have your team to uh, either cover for you when people want to tackle for you, you have to have your wide receiver open to catch the ball. So yes, they prop you up, but you as a team to, to accomplish the goal, a team to build something. And a lot of people have forgot that in this generation. Most countries a cheerlead woman to walk away from families, usually to extract resources from the media. You know, I'm not really totally dog on um, the divorce rates and whatnot, but because um, some countries have high, some have low. But when a country makes it so divorces are paid for by the government or just fill out papers, this and that, basically they, they, they want the easiest way to extract resources with the least amount of work. And if it is, hey, we'll pay for all the fees just so we can get more from this person then they will do it and therefore we promote it and then moving on this particular girl she put her children's lives at risk we know the young and old are the two highest risk groups remember most of the old people die not necessarily with the virus but they die of other conditions with the virus and the young don't have the high immune system so she did a double no no and an emotional and an emotional person or an individual is very easy to control versus a family unit that's yes, you know most good example is if a woman breaks down most people want to go and help or if somebody is in rage or fear or scared they will sign away their rights so be careful you know don't let people get advantage of your emotions it is people like this that make the government put out stronger laws to take away our freedoms like we saw in malaysia earlier today remember malaysia said there's no more tickets we're just taking you to court than to jail it now if this girl was in malaysia she would already be in jail if this happened tomorrow <sighs> But other countries, like, you know, look hey, you know, this other country did it and people followed it. So let's apply that ourselves. Her actions affected you. Yes, you, the listener. Even if she's in a different country than you. In the end, governments control or please women. Women influence kids and men follow. As few are brave enough or able enough to lead or advocate for themselves. What if you were the husband or father of these two kids, or even the, if you're the husband of the wife? What would you do if your wife came home with a fine that costs as much as your house? Remember, that was like a fifty-seven thousand dollar fine. That is a house that you, the husband, have to pay for. That's higher than that's like a whole student loan or what higher student loan in some places. Anyway, leave your thoughts below. Am I like crazy on this? I don't know. These are my thoughts, and I really want to hear yours on this story. Well. That will conclude Loyal World News. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Feel free to like, subscribe, or drop a comment below. If you are on the go, listen to my podcast with the link provided in the description. I will see you tomorrow to share more world news.